Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hello, this is Penny. Thank you for joining me today for the Flourish Podcast. I wanted to do a sort of recap from our 2023 Flourish uh, conference that we just had. It was so wonderful. And I'll tell you what, it just blessed my heart so much to see all of you precious ladies and friends. For those of you that missed it, um, hopefully you'll be able to come next year. We already have the dates for next year. We're actually going to uh, end up with two Flourish Women's Conferences next year. One will be April 18th through the 20th at the New Generations Church in Pearl River, Louisiana. So for the Southern ladies, that'll be a lot easier for you to get to. And then we'll have one again at Living Stones from April 25th through the 27th in Crown Point, Indiana. But this year's conference uh, theme was Engage Near to God. And I'll tell you what, that was the heart's cry that has been in, in me for Uh, over a year where I've just been asking the Lord to open up the windows of heaven to allow the women to draw closer to his heart and to his presence and to his love for their lives so that he can empower them and strengthen them and change them in every area of their lives. And that includes myself. I'm always wanting to be closer to the Lord and to know him better and to hear his heart beat better. And so that was the objective that we came to the conference with. We had over 450 women this year, which was wonderful. Um, Livingstone's Church hosted us in such a wonderful way. They just catered to us. We all felt incredibly pampered and loved. And we had uh, five main session speakers who all imparted so much at the conference. That was so rich, so life-giving. They really had put uh, a lot of prayer and care into their preparation, and it was evident. And then we also had a lot of breakout sessions that were practical and helpful. I just went through, I think we had 300 plus evaluations, and uh, women's hearts were really touched, and they really did feel like they engaged with God, and that they were able to draw closer to Him and really see Him in a different light. And some of them who had previously really struggled with kind of connecting to God on a personal level, we're able to do that. So there were was a wonderful presence of God the whole time. We just sensed the, the love and the presence and the smile of the Lord over us. The worship times were wonderful. My dear friend Tabitha led worship, and she did an incredible job. The teaching, again, was rich, life-giving, practical. Relational dynamics were precious, and um, I just couldn't have asked uh, for more. The Lord really heard my heart. He heard our heart. We had an intercessory prayer group of 20 plus people who have been praying for a year for this conference. The theme the theme verse was Psalm 73, 28. But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. So that was our heart, that the women would draw closer in their day-to-day choices, in their day-to-day life, no longer 
content with a distant or a barren type of relationship with the Lord, but instead to know that He has us. He has us. The Lord just spoke even the first night, and He said, I have you. I have you. I have you in the palm of my hand. I'm taking care of you. Lean on me. We talked about leaning into God and just really making Him our refuge. And that's my life. It's so clear to me that the nearness of God is my good. I have no good without His nearness. I've tried to do things without His assistance, and the results were not good at all. There's times where I've been neglectful or careless and on autopilot, or there's times when I've been frustrated perhaps with someone or myself, and I've just plunged ahead foolishly thinking, you know what, I'm just going to do this my way. But if I want the fruit of my endeavors to be good, I need to be reminded that it's through being connected to God, that my proximity to Him has to be near. And we talked a little bit about some practical things, like I know for myself, sometimes I just have to stop what I'm doing, even in the middle of the day, turn my back and speak directly to God and remind myself that He is my Father. And Oftentimes, I will speak a verse over my life that will bring perspective back into the situation because maybe I've allowed myself to be angry or maybe I'm fearful or maybe I'm dealing with anxiety of some sort. And when I speak God's word and his promise over my life, things turn around and I, I have a whole different perspective. It's like the light comes on and... You know, we just constantly need to remind ourselves, where is my heart at this moment? Where are my intentions heading right now? What are my choices? How am I handling this struggle or this conflict or this weakness? Who am I looking to for help? And I'm a big proponent and a big fan of having your friends pray for you or your husband or your pastor or your pastor's wife and having them support you and love you and stand with you. I believe in body life with my whole heart. I'm all in. But I do know that our first recourse, our first refuge needs to be God. And, you know, it's interesting. Although God is really wanting to draw us there, He's not angry at us if we've missed the mark, if we've not known how to go there. I've talked to so many women in my life that have struggled with seeing God as their father, partially because of a past relationship, maybe with their own dad, that has created distance and created uh, hard feelings and mistrust. They don't feel like perhaps a father can be good to them. But God is so patient. He's so willing to draw us close and Even at the conference, that's what we experienced. We experienced a tender, faithful drawing of the heart of God to us. Just saying, come close, I've got you. I want to bring you close. One thing we did uh, that was really great was um, we took time after every session to journal and to take and just say, okay, God, what did you want my takeaway to be from this particular session. What are you speaking to my heart? And for those of you that began that process and maybe were not doing it previously, may I please encourage you to keep 
up with that. You know, one of the things I have done that has really helped me a lot is to ask God questions. And if you're like me, you have perplexing things in your life at times. And so I have to say, well, God, I don't know what to do about this. I don't quite know where to go with this. Can you give me some help? I've been like David in the Psalms at times where I've said, I've just poured out my my frustrations or my irritations or my anger or even resentment. There are times where I've done that. And that I've allowed God the opportunity to instruct me. And he's never overbearing. He's never harsh with me. He's corrective at times, but he's not harsh. And he will call me back to what's right and call me back to his character and the way he does things. And he'll give me practical ideas on how to do it. And I have, oh, years and years and years. I started journaling, I think, uh, right after I became a Christian at age 17. I started journaling right away. I still have my journal from when I was pondering whether or not I should marry my husband. So I've been journaling a long time. And there are a lot of back and forth conversations in those journals. And sometimes I go back and read them to remind myself of things that God taught me, of things he's done in my life, of miraculous things, of words of knowledge and wisdom that people have spoken over me. Just so many things are are in those journals. So I really encourage you to stay the course with that. I believe it will be a good tool for you to engage with God consistently and in such a clear way, and, and even to be able to hear his voice more clearly. So I just want to say to all the women that were there, thank you for coming. It was so wonderful to be with you. The hearts that were in that room, it was just, somebody wrote me a text afterward, and they said, it was so incredible being at this conference with 400 plus women, no backbiting, no gossip, no bad attitudes, just women looking to love God and to love one another. And they said they felt so safe being there. And that's the heart of God. His heart is a refuge. That verse says, I have made the Lord my refuge. That's one thing we focused on as well. We said it's within our ability and our choice to make the Lord our refuge. If you look around the world, there are so many people who have not made the Lord their refuge. Their lives are falling apart. They're distraught. They're confused. They're making very bad choices about their life and their future and their current circumstances. But I'm so thankful that I have surrendered my life to God in such a way that I know that He is my refuge. He's my all in all. He's my firm foundation. And no matter what I'm dealing with, I can hide in that refuge. I can find strength. I can find wisdom and a path forward when I stay close to Him. And so I encourage you, go after the practical things. Take time. We were very much admonished and encouraged to find a time to read the Word of God and to talk to the Lord. No matter how busy your life is, even if you have little children and you have a job, just carve out, even if it's 10 minutes a day, to connect with the Lord and to look at His Word with your own eyes, not just with what your pastor or you hear on a podcast. With your own eyes, look at His promises. Look at His Word. Look at His exhortations to you and your life. 
That was one of the big things we, we spoke of. And then to, again, make choices throughout your day. Choose the refuge of God instead of your own fear. Choose the refuge of God instead of your own confusion. Choose Him. Choose walking away from the situation, getting before the Lord, even again if it's just a few minutes, and redirecting your mindset, your attitude. Don't just keep plunging ahead. Don't just keep going full speed ahead. Don't just think, oh, hopefully this will work itself out. Go after God. The word I used in my teaching, which is how I view any relationship, and certainly my relationship with God, and that word is pursuit. If we don't pursue God, we will not be close to Him. We will not be near to Him. We have to take the responsibility in and of ourselves. I don't care how old you are, how young you are, pursue God yourself. We sang a song uh, about, I need to be reminded that this is my God and this is what He looks like. And I challenged everybody to remind themselves throughout your day, while you're lying on your bed at night, when you wake up in the morning, remind yourself who your God is. Remind yourself of what He has promised you. Remind yourself of what He has said about you. And He will make your path straight. So thank you so much for being a part of the Flourish Conference. A lot of people said that they're going to begin to listen to the podcast. So welcome. So glad that you're listening. And thank you for your love and your friendship. See you again next time. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to the Flourish podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.